today is Friday, June the 23rd. Can you believe that? The, la- the longest day of the year has passed. And you are listening... I've had every day of the year at 24 hours in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Jeff. You are listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. And I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. And here to put a plug in for the very special day coming up this week is the Mr. Big Kahuna. Who's that? Anyways, it's Dwight here. Anyways, (laughs) happy to be here and here's the plug. Please come on Wednesday. We'd love to see uh, many faces and come for lunch and come for Jeff's talk and Dolores' giveaways and some pies and ribs and and to visit your neighbors. Oh, well that sounds like the he just gave out a little secret there, a oh, giveaway. Oh, it's just a little Ooh, tidbit, eh? A little tidbit, eh? Yeah. I, I think you might have missed something about making the odd contract, too. So making some oh, contracts. Oh, yes. Oh, right. That's the whole point of the day, isn't it? <laughs> special yeah. one-day pricing. Really? Well, that's, part, that's part of the day. Really so. special. Well, Jeffrey, we had a roller coaster of a week here. I think last week you talked about doom and gloom is over. So tell me, did we end up on the upward trend of the roller coaster, or where well, did we end up here this week? We're still in an upward trend. Still in an upward trend, but it's uh, lots of volatility this week. Corn prices uh, down a little bit, four to seven dollars this week, whereas last week they were up six to twenty-five dollars. Old new crop soybeans. Soybean prices, old crop ended up just a bit positive, and new crop down about $15 this week. Last week, soybeans were up $45 on new oh, crop. This week what's down, $15, Jeff? That's just... Just a third of last week's gains. Oh, yeah. So, spring wheat was uh, up both weeks, uh, keeping that going. Winter wheat was also up both weeks. So, we've had lots of volatilities. If we remember, I said doom and gloom was over. Doom and gloom was over. Still is over for now. After the drought monitor came out a week ago Thursday, that drove prices higher. They had the holiday Monday. Tuesday, things stayed pretty much neutral. Had some big swings, but they were neutral. And then Tuesday night, four o'clock the weekly crop progress report came out so did they delay that a day i guess because because Monday a holiday, was a holiday juneteenth yep. day and they had some of the biggest drop week over week drops in recent memory in their crop ratings corn was down six percent in the good excellent rating soybeans down five and spring wheat down a massive nine percent so that just drove prices those are some pretty big jumps and decreases that's what I mean, yeah. like uh, drops. Yeah. yeah, like usually if the mark, if those good to excellent ratings change two or three percent, they're major market movers. And at these numbers, they were big market movers on Wednesday. All the prices jumped up Wednesday. I think corn was twenty three twenty five cents, soybeans forty five, wheat was like thirty five forty cents. It was a great day in the markets Wednesday. And then something changed. What could have changed, Jonathan Dwight? Oh, it's called an exhaustion break. That's something you, when you're making a lot of progress, you have to take a little break. Well, you might call it that, but I think it was just a change in the weather forecast. <laughs> we truly are in a weather, yeah. well, weather market right now. So they changed their forecast. They said, oh, 
this weekend, the short term and the longer term, six to eight, eight to 14 days, looks like there's some rain coming for some of those drier parts of the Corn Belt. You gotta love the market because it doesn't just trade on what weather actually happens, it trades on what is forecasted, whether it's correct or not. So has it actually rained down there yet? Or is it that they say it's gonna rain, but the markets have adjusted because of it? They say it's going to rain. So this weekend, there's supposed to be a good chance of rain over a bunch of these drier areas. And even the weather forecasters will say, and this is what I wrote down here today, they uh, not expecting widespread rains. Areas will be missed. We'll see lots of areas of have and have nots. Just, just talked to a guy got back from Ohio, and he says the corn in eastern Ontario is way better than Ohio. Well, Ohio's a pretty big corn state. Not the biggest, but they're pretty substantial. He says corn and beans look way better here in the Ottawa Valley than down in Ohio, believe it or not. Well, and the worst part about that is that you'll talk to the next guy that was through the area and they'll say what he saw was great oh, yeah. in different things. Because yeah. I actually spoke to a different farmer this week that told me everything was great what he saw. So it's just, it all depends where you are. Right, okay? they're talking about these these rains that aren't hitting widespread, right? So maybe they just drove 50 miles south of someone else and everything looked great there. Yeah. and. Well, the, I like what the, the main weather forecaster on the DTN, he says, uh, the market's been trading on these forecasts to say rain's coming, but so far this year, these forecasts have not been reliable, but the market keeps Wait, reacting to them. Just this year, the forecast hasn't been reliable? Well, I'm sure the weather <laughs> forecasts were always correct before this year. They yes, just, I'm sure. You were in Western Ontario this week, Dolores. What did you see with the crops? Uh, Corn and beans look good. Wheat is probably going to start being harvested here. The winter wheat's in maybe a week and a half to two weeks. It's getting fairly close. Um, things look fairly good. I wasn't too deep in the west, just on the other side of Guelph, and um, everything that I saw looked pretty decent. I heard there was a lot of replant further down in Lambton and Essex County. And a lot of replant and... soybeans on that really tough clay ground. Um, a, a lot of guys I was talking to while I was down there said that, that the, a good majority of the of the beans got replanted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think they have that every year. They don't live up here in the garden state that we do here in eastern Ontario. So <laughs> they think they live in the prime area, but we know we live in the prime area. So... <laughs> It's not a competition, Jeff. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also this week as, a, as the volatility, you know, volatility creates opportunities in the market. Managed money is one of the big ones that they, they jump on these so-called opportunities. So last week when the market turned positive, they were their short position was very small and they got that liquidated and they jumped right into the long positions long positions are looking for prices to go up and then like so today or yesterday and today as prices have pulled back some they're probably liquidating some of that long position and so what managed money does they help to exaggerate any price up or down they push the market too far one both ways and it's and then as you talked earlier, Dwight, about having the market being exhausted and has to step back. Well, that's other analysts will say, well, that's profit taking. The days after that, it's a little bit of profit taking. Somebody like it's managed money 
locking in positions. And as much as, as the market is super volatile during the weather market really here at this time period, then they make that even that much worse kind of thing or, yeah. or whatever, if you want to call it worse, but that much more. So if we look at some other news this week, uh, Brazil, the crops looks, corn crop just keeps powering on in Brazil. I think they're talking about starting harvest and part of that very soon, if not right now. They're getting the needed moisture for their corn crop. And I think you said here earlier, Dwight, which I actually talked about in, at the Soil and Crop Meeting in Renfrew this week, about Brazil going to be the largest exporter of corn. Now they're taking over. They're already that in soybeans and looking to do that on the corn side too as they keep expanding. China, what was the news this week from China, Dolores? You know what? I actually didn't hear anything from China this week, which is really strange because usually we talk hear something yeah did you hear anything no no news this week but i just like saying china 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 so (laughs) (laughs) they're still there so (laughs) ukraine and russia was in the news this week the black sea trade agreement russia is it came from uh president putin and their some other high level ministers russia will not be renewing the agreement which expires july 18th or 19th and you would think that would just drive the corn and wheat market. <laughs> However. Haven't they, so you said they've been in the news this week, but haven't they pretty much just been in the news all the time? So isn't that pretty much constant already? We like, keep talking about it as it's coming up. Oh, it's up for renewal in six weeks, four weeks, three weeks, whatever. And then they renew it. And then and then we just, start over again. <laughs> then we start over. But they're saying early they're, they're not going to renew it. It's done. Russia must have another way of exporting their wheat. Like they remember, they had a record crop last year. They must be able to export enough down to China or somewhere. We or talked about that. Or overland um, into the Africa. And we talked from. about that a couple, quite a few weeks ago. How they were undercutting a lot of people. Um, I know one example. I think it was probably five weeks ago that uh, Egypt had a bid out for some wheat, and they just undercut everyone yeah. to the point where they'd be dumb not to go with the the uh egypt is always or has been for years wheat. the lowest uh, lowest cost purchaser in the world they're the largest importer of wheat in the world egypt is have to feed their their people and they they grow hardly no wheat and but they consume a lot and they just been buying all russia wheat and would be positive on this russia has kept prices low on the wheat ukraine has helped keep prices low on corn ukraine has actually exported more corn than wheat through this agreement uh somewhere on here we'll get some new updated numbers but anyhow if that you would think the announcement that agreement is over or is going to end would spur prices but what will the market what will the analysts say about that one dwight yeah i don't know well it's a setup here they'll just say oh that's already factored in you know already factored in you know yeah they don't know if they don't know and the prices hasn't moved, it's already factored in. So it's just where we'll keep going. So remember right now, the price for corn and soybeans, yes, it ended negative this week, but the trend is still up. Next week, we'll tell the short-term tale. This is a really good opportunity to put some target orders in for those those one days of, like we saw here on Wednesday, a good spike on Wednesday, and then it dropped off. Again. Wednesdays are good spike days. I think next Wednesday is going to be a good spike day, too. I think you're right, too. I think you're right, Jeffrey. <laughs> Wednesday is spike day. Wednesday, June the 28th. Come on, come on. Annual customer day. 
Going to have a nice price spike that day, Dwight? What's everybody coming for, Jeff? Ribs or pie? The price, I think. I think they're coming. To, <laughs> I think they're coming to see the antique tractors. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Regardless of what you're coming for, we're looking forward to seeing you, and uh, and we're getting everything ready here to to host everyone, and uh, hopefully we have. Uh, I know we'll have some good ribs and pie, and uh, hopefully we have some good prices. Hey, Jeff we'll... just said it about antique tractors, Dolores. You're right. So we are inviting everyone to drive in on their antique tractor. Antique or not. And display it in front of the big coverall for everyone to see. So something a little bit different this year and something fun. And, oh, I think uh, that's great. Nice to see people drive in with their tractors. And if they're too far away, then they can just float them. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. So... Uh, we're looking forward to seeing everyone on Wednesday, June 28th. Starts so at 10 a.m. So let's see, does my old white 2135 classify yes, as an antique? Yes, that would be an antique, Jeffrey. <laughs> Don't they have to be 50 years old to be an antique? Or? Well, you and I are well and good on <laughs> antiques. <laughs> it, maybe it's not an antique. It just looks like an antique. You can bring those, too. <laughs> uh, old smoky. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to cut you guys off, so... <laughs> We're looking forward to seeing everyone next week, and uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Have a great weekend. See everybody on Wednesday. Wednesday, June 28th. Bye for now.